0: Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds based off the rule of a 20-sided die. I'm Jordan. And I'm Cody. How's it going, Cody?
1: Uh, pretty good. I am excited about this episode where we prove that your introduction is a lie.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, in this episode, we're not going to build a world. Rather, we are going to talk about the world building of other worlds.
1: Yeah, we're going to criticize other people rather than do any work ourselves.
0: Next week, we'll come back with really strong worlds, hopefully.
1: Yeah, sure. That's what's going to happen. You're probably just going to hate on my world because it's all dolphins again.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Read the dolphin world part two. I would be very proud of you and very happy with it.
1: It's just going to be dolphins all the way down.
0: But it's the world where um, the species is not on the top of the food chain. So what's killing the dolphins?
1: Dolphins. It's about two races of cannibalistic predatory dolphins.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I mean we have a lot to talk about, so I think we can honestly get straight into it.
1: You don't want you don't want to talk about life first? I mean that's well, fine. I'm really excited to well, hear it, how Bright's a good how movie for life? Um I wanna talk about Bright.
0: My life is good. Um <laughs> because I am a sadist. No, no, actually sorry, a masochist, I watched Bright again. And like yeah, that's I pretty said bad. before Watching it with a critical eye this time, like I kind of didn't like
1: it. You know what I just thought of though, when you said that, is I, I just want to see the movie Fifty Shades of Jordan.
0: <laughs> Fifty Shades of Jordan, where it's just me playing Dark Souls and screaming at the screen because it's like that—that <laughs> that is pure masochism right there. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, how do you want? How how would you like to start this, Cody?
1: Okay, so here's here's my point, right? Here's my main thing about the movie Bright, because we have mentioned it before a little bit, but aside from the obvious, like, I'm not going to talk about the problems with the plot. My main issue with Bright is that it's an example of a genre that I like, which is urban fantasy, and you don't get a lot of that genre. Like, it's not super popular. I really can't think of a lot of things that are urban fantasy, but from, like, books and stuff, there are a lot of, like, urban fantasy novels and other material. It is the laziest... Lazy world building movie I have seen in a long time
0: where they literally
1: just didn't build a world. Instead, they just decided that there were orcs and centaurs and elves and fairies and that those would have no impact
0: on history at all. Like, none. That was one of my points that I wrote down, actually, is that they literally took this fantasy world and just laid it over top of our world. They did not build a new world, period. Um, this is this world, like, are, through context clues, is set in our world. So they mentioned yeah. the Alamo. They mentioned Shrek. So this is our world. But now there's orcs and elves and fairies and dragons. No explanation how they got there. No explanation to why this happened. Like apparently they just always have been but so what would the world have looked at during the alamo when there's orcs and fairies would shrek be a racist film are there ogres yeah yeah yeah
1: shrek shrek would be this horrible racist film against or but everyone's cool with it because everyone's ogre racist or orc racist i guess well, no see shrek here's the thing ogre, not a- Orcs, so. Shrek is an o- ogre, not an orc, so it's totally fine. You can say ogre, you just can't say
0: orc, you know, or whatever. So, World of Warcraft is a racist video game. Yeah,
1: really, it really is, and you know, and it just doesn't portray orcs in a realistic way. Like they're not green, they're not really that much bigger.
0: There's no reason to ever play D and D because it's just casual <laughs> human life role playing. Like, there's no point right? to this world that they built. It was very lazy. World building, like you said, and like I watched it again and it's like I the first time I watched it I liked it. I enjoyed what they did, but the second time it's like looking at the world builder, looking at what they created, I realized they just created a really flashy, really visual film on top of our world and had no like like it the fantasy things didn't really have any impact or relevance on what was created, so
1: And that kind of then from like a I don't know if this is 100% world building, but it's kind of how the plot interacts with your world building is like okay, so I am going to ignore the fact that what they did was, and I'm gonna I'm I'm trying to phrase I'm not I'm gonna phrase this bluntly for the sake of getting across that this is how dumb and blunt the movie was and its handling of racism, they just went okay we want to have a fantasy race that this movie is about, so we're just gonna have elves or we're yeah we're gonna have elves and elves are just whiter white people and then we're gonna have orcs and orcs are just gonna be blacker black people and it's gonna be the stereotype of those two groups of people set to the extreme right and that's all it was there was nothing else like there was nothing about elf culture that was not just what is the worst stereotype about rich white people And there was nothing about orc culture that is just, what is the worst stereotype about like urban black people? That was all those two groups of people were. Okay, so I'm going to ignore that for now and go, okay, this is a movie about race. So you have the fantasy representation of a race conflict that is a real issue in the United States, right? Like, we're still handling issues of race. They have not disappeared.
0: No, they never will.
1: Honestly, <laughs> right? I mean, like you—you you can't escape from the history of the country that you live in. Like, it's can be diminished, it can be helped, but it, it's always going to be in our past, right? Right. So, it's a real topic to talk about, and I understand that a lot of times, what you do with a fantasy world is you go, "Okay, I want to talk about racism," but if you make a movie just about racism, it can be off-putting to certain people because they get defensive or they feel like it's attacking them, or it feels like you can't. Make an impactful movie because you have to make it too politically correct to like sell it. So I understand you put fantasy on top of it so you can talk about issues without pointing fingers at anybody or without running the risk of being offensive, right? Yes. That's why you make orcs and elves be white people and black people. The problem is... Number, the biggest problem is I cannot say enough how lazy the way they did that was and how clumsy and how completely unnuanced and unrealistic for what the actual issues between those two groups of people really are. Okay. But e- even ignoring that, they never handled that issue in the movie.
0: Yeah. and Okay, like, so.
1: <laughs> why even do that? Why put in these horrible racist stereotypes and then not even talk about race in the movie?
0: They, they really, they had it they talked about race with like the cops and like there was the issue of the other cops not wanting him on the team because he was or they did mention it, but they did talk the about story it, but it really didn't of the go anywhere, movie. except for the very end when there's like, Oh, he's a hero now because he did this. And so like they tried, they really, I think they tried. I think they put in their end like, we can try to make this. And, but they also, like I you think... said, they didn't want to like offend anybody. So they also put this huge, very convoluted fantasy plot on top of it.
1: Like, Okay. Here, here's what I understood the movie to be about. And like, let's say we ignore the fact... I'm, I'm still ignoring the fact that the way that they did their world building was so lazy it was offensive. Um, ignoring that, let's say, okay, we have orcs and they're, they might as well just be called fallen angels for what they functionally are. They basically sided with Satan. Yes. So they're kind of demons in the world, but then they just stuck around. They didn't all die. And here's what doesn't make sense to me about their own world building with this is forever ago the person that overthrew satan like all those years ago was an orc and i'm like why is everyone racist against orcs an orc saved the whole world well, right and then
0: okay so i'm just gonna do a quick
1: pivot do you think from that, that orc's name was jesus wait a second what
0: was jesus an orc Okay, and here's my point. I'm going to do a quick pivot from that. So we put this whole history of having the Dark Lord and, like, fighting Satan, but then we still talk about the Alamo and things like that. How does that history fit within our own history? How did orcs and Dark right? and Magic fit in within it? And so they try to do that, but they don't do it well because it does not make sense. They should not have had it. Like, they could have had it and just don't mention any references, but they referenced the Alamo, which I thought was sloppy. They reference Shrek, which I think is very sloppy. Okay,
1: so there's sort of two problems. Like, okay, for one thing, if you want to make a movie where you have orcs in modern day, but you don't want to address the fact that the Alamo probably never would have happened if we were in a constant civil war with a group of what might as well be demons. (laughs) Okay, I guess humanity doesn't unite over that. We still have territory wars. Whatever. Fine. So... Then just don't talk about there being a Dark Lord and an alternate history. Yeah. Just assume that elves and orcs were involved in the Alamo and it's whatever. But that's not what they did. So, yeah. It's like, so there was a battle with a Dark Lord and then the rest of history just didn't change at all. So that doesn't make sense. But then the other thing is, you know what they also could have done? Reference to history with the Dark Lord and then just not mention the Alamo or Shrek. Yes. But I feel like they needed... It's. It, they just needed the crutch of, oh, we can make any reference. Like, all you had to do was not make a reference to the Alamo, but for some reason, they needed to have an unrealistic line about how people still complain about the Alamo, which nobody does. <laughs> nobody cares about the Alamo anymore, unless you're from Texas. We definitely this forgot movie about was the not Alamo. set in Texas. We definitely yeah, forgot I don't about know what it. it's about. I never learned about the Alamo in school. Neither did I. All right, I'm just going to
0: say it. I don't know what happened at the Alamo. I watched that movie in history class. Did you? Yeah. That's about all. That's all I got, bro. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so here's, like, quickly on the whole, Just since we're just talking basic, the problems with the world building, so here's kind of a couple things that I pointed out. I pointed out that it's set in our time because of Alamo and Shrek. It's also set in America.
1: Yeah, I guess, like, what's America in a world? Yeah, Yeah, it's also set set in America, which doesn't make
0: sense. (laughs) Like, it really... They kind of explain where the... um. Sorry. Wait, wait,
1: wait. No, hang on. I just really wanted to show... A, I wanted them to show a clip of President Barack Obama, who was Orc Obama.
0: Well, I was thinking more Baracka from Mortal Kombat. Baracka Obama.
1: Yeah, like, I like just wanted a like, guy them to be like, he's teeth. the first Orc president, you know, and oh. just exactly do it. Okay, so
0: other things that didn't make sense with the um, world building. So they <laughs> mentioned that Orcs have years of evolution but hasn't really been years it's like it the whole timeline really doesn't make sense with how they would have grown up because like hasn't been years because technology hasn't advanced any further than what it is today they could have said it way in the future then that would have explained the alamo and things like that that would have been fine so it
1: oh yeah if orcs had like evolved parallel to humanity if there was like a branch that was orc. yeah
0: so then the problem that i mentioned i think either last week or a couple weeks ago there is a dragon shown flying in the background, but we never see anything with it. We never see... Right? like They should at least show like like scorched neighborhoods or show like, oh, they have to have special defenses to keep the dragon out. Why is this dragon never shown or any effects that the dragon has on the world?
1: No, no, because here's what you don't understand, Jordan. Superimposing the little silhouette of a dragon costs like 10 cents. Any more effort costs more money and they spent all of that money they on. They could have just
0: shown one burnt down like village. They could have shown. Yeah, anything. They done or like they should have just not shown the dragon. So right? I'm gonna get to that in a second. They kept mentioning the term blooded, orcs being blooded, but they never explained what oh, that I hated was. This. They never explained what type of orc gets blooded. They explain blooding is very important, but they don't explain what blooding is.
1: Okay, they kind of do explain oh, really? it, and this then, again, goes back to why I'm really mad at this movie from, like, a, this is your clumsy method of handling race issues in America is this, so this was one of the worst examples of, like, being horrible, so, right, the orcs being blooded was, I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but every little bit of film shorthand would indicate it is supposed to be synonymous with, like, gangs, right? Oh. Like, yeah groups of orcs function like i mean the guy like that main orc that you meet near the end of the movie who's talking about how he used to like have block parties and he'd feed everybody and get everybody drunk and he was like this good guy but oh man you messed with me so now i have to kill you i've seen that character in movies before and it's always talking about like this somewhat good guy gang leader who's like trying to keep violence in check but still deal drugs you know what I mean he's like I'll deal drugs but not to kids
0: okay so blooding was a gang thing because that wasn't clear well I don't
1: this is what I was confused about a little bit so in that scene there is a gang of orcs he like mentions that he's a gang leader right he doesn't I don't think they call it a gang but whatever it's a gang the way that he tries to get his son to be blooded is by shooting a cop and kicking him into a pit of fire so so then i'm like okay so the thing that you make synonymous with black people in america having a coming of age process is by shooting cops and i'm like this movie's really racist guys like this is no longer okay i didn't catch
0: it i just like because i didn't really (gasps) realize that so i thought that blooding was a completely different thing and like maybe it's just the fact that blooding isn't clear and that's why you're drawing something i'm drawing something completely different but well, blooding was never clear to me
1: I, I don't i think you're right that like it's not exactly like i feel like it's partially initiation into like a gang but it's also like an initiation
0: just into the society well, into the orc brotherhood it's like, which was kind of mentioned a couple times
1: yeah and that to me feels just and, and that's where it's like so it's just like every orc in a gang And if you're not, you're looked down upon. Okay. Okay. But here's the part that didn't make sense to me. So nobody likes, is it, is it Jacoby? Is that his name? Jacoby. No one likes Jacoby because he's not blooded, right? Like at one point he drives up next to an orc driving elves around like a chauffeur orc. And that orc like gives him the finger, you know, and like drives off. And he's like, man, even the chauffeurs hate me. I'm like, what did the chauffeur do? to get blooded if what the normal thing to do to get blooded is is to shoot a cop
0: (laughs) (laughs) did that chauffeur orc shoot a cop it's not explained that that is the normal thing to be shooting it's just that is one thing that someone can do what else would it be but it's not really clear it's a very foggy concept it's stupid like
1: to me blooded at least has a violent connotation so i assume you have to beat somebody up But again, using the film's own shorthand, what it presents in it, the visuals, the language it uses to make orcs so synonymous with, like, black people in America. It's not that kind of thing is, like, what's familiar when you talk about getting initiated into a gang. Okay. And violence usually being a part of that. And I'm like, you guys... ah, Like... Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone's in a gang, guys. Yeah, no, you
0: just like brought a new point, which I kind of want to watch it again with that context and see if that like has. Yeah, watch
1: watch it again, thinking that what they're actually talking about is gangs, and it's like, "Mm,
0: that hurts. That hurts. Okay, so I have and it, it. Oh, sorry. What were you gonna say?
1: Well, and then I was just gonna say that like again, and then so they bring up all this stuff. But then they never resolve any of it. The plot of the movie does not bring about a paradigm shift in racism in the world. It just means that Will Smith's less of a racist. Yeah. And that's it. And I'm like, okay, okay, great. So we just don't even care that racism still exists? Like, I don't care that those people don't have an elf wand. I don't care. The world's still racist.
0: Yeah. And, well, they gave Jacoby, like, the Medal of Honor or whatever that thing was. So maybe we'll see. Because I know, I think they announced a sequel. So maybe we'll see something further. I don't know.
1: Oh, I, 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 like I don't want to watch it because I don't want Netflix to get money for it. That's what upsets me about this is that I was hooked. I was like, "Oh, frick, this looks so good!" And then I watched it, and I was like, <sighs> "Netflix can't tell that I hate this, and that this was a pile of garbage. So they're just gonna make more of them." And uh, yeah.
0: Well, that's just how movies go. But I have two more things that are the problem with uh, world building in this movie, and then we can move on to different topics. Or like I wanted to also later talk about world building and magic, and how magic is built in this world, as opposed to a bunch of other worlds. But the other thing,
1: yeah, I do too. But go that ahead. That
0: was bad world building that I thought was oh actually three things one they show at the beginning like in the clips of things they're showing they show us a, a street side with the upright standing walking lizard person but we never want to see lizard people in <laughs> this movie so they do the thing where they just keep shoving more and more like creatures they show centaurs but then to have centaurs wouldn't we have to have differently that. changed bathrooms cars how do centaurs do centaurs drive cars or do are they forced to walk how do they everywhere? get through
1: doors
0: the doors, would doors have to change.
1: are seven feet tall doors would have
0: to change everything <laughs> would have to change but so they just show centaurs but they don't show how the world is affected because of these centaurs. No. and then my very last point is this you're gonna find this one funny so everybody's racist and they hate orcs and it's a huge deal that there's an orc cop so, with all of that racism mm-hmm. and things, don't you think orcs wouldn't be allowed to be, like, really in the mainstream public? Right? Yeah. But all of the orcs are wearing sports jerseys. So, if they won't let right, well, orcs be they- on the cops, they don't like them in mainstream, they're, like, looked down upon, they're kind of, like, kept out of place, they're not allowed in certain places, but they're on the sports teams. They have a mainstream orc sports team. And it was all the same jersey, so... They have a mainstream orc sport. Yeah,
1: but Jordan, you don't understand. Black people are in sports. That's why it just
0: messed with me (laughs) seeing that again. It's like, oh, yes, black people wear jerseys and like football and basketball. So let's make these orcs. Actually, they were football jerseys. We we know that. They were football jerseys.
1: Why wouldn't they have their own sport? Why? It would have been the easiest thing. Like, do you remember... When that cop comes in, and he's like, how many orcs play pro basketball? Because they can't jump. Ha ha. Ha ha. You know, like, how people say that with swimming about black people? Oh.
0: Ha ha. Oh, ouch. Oh, we're going to keep talking. I'm going to keep getting more and more offended by this movie.
1: You should be. That's what I was. That's why it blew me away when I well, watched this I movie watched racist pile of crap. And you're like, I kind of liked bro, it. And I'm like, no, John. I,
0: like I, I usually go into movies just watching it just to see. Like my thing is, I think the movie is good in the initial watch. If I had fun, I had fun watching it. I watched it with my girlfriend. It was fun. And like so, I watched okay, it without. Like world. I watched it without all the context of the racism. I just watched it as, oh hey, we have this. I just thought of him, honestly, as a black person, really. Like, we have this black guy trying to make the, it in a world of white people, and it, <laughs> it, in that context, it works. In
1: world of white people? There were no white people in but it that, in, what in are that you that talking context, about.
0: In that context, it works, and so I watched it in that context. I watched it <laughs> without thinking about like the racism that you mentioned earlier, and I thought it was good, the first watch. The second time, critically okay. watching it, I was like, what the hell, guys? Okay, now, I do have one
1: huge complaint, and this is from, like, a world-building thing again, that does not have to do with race, because I know I've kind of railed on that a lot, probably because it was really disturbing. Also, how did you not pick up on a race overtone when, like, the third line in the movie is, fairy
0: lives don't matter? Oh, God. Oh, another point I forgot to bring up with. He just straight up kills a fairy, even though they're kind of shown as being sentient beings.
1: No, fairy lives don't matter, Jordan. It's fine. (laughs)
0: that would have made a more interesting movie if it was about
1: a fairy civil rights like a fairy civil rights like movement i would have been i would have watched that movie and i want to complain no that's not what they they did civil rights apparently right okay but no here's my world building complaint that's not that has nothing to do with racism so magic in the world is dumb and might as well not exist but it does so we have to handle it so they have these things called uh freaking glitter glitter sparks i don't remember what are they called the the wand people help um, me out jordan you watched this yesterday I, what's the what's what's the girl an Inferni. called she she's can Inferni, use magic
0: she?
1: no she's a bright
0: gosh i'm a oh, freaking idiot she's, she's a bright. A bright. i, I <laughs> thought, thought you were talking about her the race me. she was an inferno was one of the cultists right okay so she she's yes. a bright okay
1: so the movie starts. You're introduced to this concept of bright people that can use magic. Only
0: a bright can control the power of the wand. I have a huge list of more complaints, but continue.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, okay. Obviously, Will Smith is the bright. As soon as they introduced the concept of a bright, and they went, all elves are br- or all brights are elves, and then one of them's like, except for the one in a pedillion chance that that it could be a human. Yep. Foreshadowing. Yep, yep. yep. And I'm like, okay will smith is the bright i already know this there's no point in me watching the rest of this movie but as the movie went on i was like no will smith is not the bright that would be dumb the bright is jacoby not only is he the first cop he's the first magic user and that's gonna make a lot of sense because it'll be like oh it used to just be basically elves are the best people and then humans sometimes and orcs never and he's gonna be like not only am I the first cop, I'm the first bright. I can allow magic to come to orcs. This is going to like start like a social revolution. It's going to show that orcs are not evil because they can use magic. It's going to do all these great things. And instead, it was Will Smith for no reason. Will Smith didn't care about the plot of the movie. He just wanted to go home. Yeah. Jacoby was a good person that had a character arc, kind of. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, no, you, I wrote He was down like, a bunch I'm the
1: chosen one, we're in a prophecy right now, I am destined to save the world, and then Will Smith
0: does it for him, and
1: I'm like, movie!
0: Okay, well, <laughs> Stop I it. want to talk about magic really quick, like, in a couple seconds, but first, one thing with the whole world building in magic, and we always get in these magical worlds, fantasy worlds, we're also going to talk about sci-fi today, but in these magical fantasy worlds, we always get the prophecy so i wanted to ask you what do you think about the prophecy in all these fantasy things
1: i freaking didn't even know it was in that movie because i couldn't tell it was in the movie like because like, they mentioned it so well, briefly Jacoby mentions it a lot towards like, there the end. there was a farmer he
0: keeps mentioning the prophecy oh they wrote prophecy it's kind of retcon and kind of like shoved in there but he does mention the prophecy so how do you feel about the prophecy like i have my thoughts but i want to hear kind of what you think <laughs>
1: From like a general world building standpoint, I kind of hate it. I don't always hate it, but here's my issue. I I realize, and this is not one of the world building things that I wanted to talk about, but it comes up now. So I was reading a young adult book called Gregor the Overlander. It's um, written by the same person that wrote Hunger Games. It's pretty okay for a young adult book. It's easy to read for me, so I enjoy it, whatever. But I realized as I was going through this, I was like, you know, this is a book written by adults for kids about a kid going on an adventure. They don't let him go on an adventure because he cares, or because he wants to do the right thing, or because he has any agency. It's because of the prophecy. There's a prophecy, and he's the special chosen one, and then adults give him permission to go on an adventure. And I'm like, that's not how a little kid sees himself. A little kid does not see himself as getting permission from an old person to go on an adventure. They want to go on an adventure because they want to be the heroes of their own accord. And friggin' Bright didn't need to have a prophecy. It could have just been... Jacoby's a good person because he actually cares about being a cop. And
0: and so my point is with that, the prophecy is always used as a way to define and push the plot, but it doesn't need to be there. We don't need a prophecy. We don't need that to shape our characters. The characters can make their own decisions without the prophecy. The bad guy is still going to be evil without the prophecy. The good guy is still going to do good without the prophecy. We don't need them to be defined by this. And I actually kind of really like the stories. In the world that they go out of their way to kind of like, oh hey, we're breaking away from this prophecy, or oh hey, this prophecy actually wasn't real. We're finding a way to go without it. So I like that, but just bright in just a bunch of other things. Harry Potter has the a prophecy, doesn't it?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah Harry Potter does the same thing where Harry Potter's a special chosen and one and Dumbledore makes so him go on with adventures.
0: The, I'm gonna end this thread really quick. I'm sorry, like I just thought about this today, but like With the prophecy, I am fine with there being a chosen one, like a magical item choosing someone. Like, oh, hey, this person was chosen by this sword to wield it. I'm fine with that because it's not like the defining thing. It's like you are just someone who can use this magical item because it it interacts with you, it found a bond with you. But the prophecy is like a whole world-defining thing. I don't like that. I don't like when they try to define the world with one thing. But being chosen is fine.
1: I agree. So anyways,
0: off of that thread, we can go back and talk about <laughs> magic and whatever you wanted to do with that.
1: Okay, so I am now going to bring up kind of like my second world that I want to talk right. about. And I'm going I'm to say that this world has its flaws, particularly with the way that it presents like women and sexuality and relationships. Oh, new. No, I'm talking about the book, The Dresden Files.
0: By Jim Butcher, which is actually, where, he writes a book that uh, my girlfriend loves, and I was going to start reading, so.
1: Well, I'm gonna I'm going to say a lot of really unfortunate things uh-huh. about Jim Butcher, and then some really nice oh, things about Jim, Jim Butcher. Butcher. He writes women as objects for his main character to kiss and nothing else. I acknowledge that. It's a huge problem with his books, but that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is his world building, in because it's an urban yeah. fantasy, right? So there are orcs, there are fairies, there are vampires, and they all exist in modern day with yes. current history. What this movie does, though, is it puts them underground, right? So there are not orcs just walking around on the street being orcs, and there's not like orc town and like orc neighborhoods. There's just these things exist and are kind of hidden in some ways that is lazier world building in that it means that you just don't have to handle it and make like a whole parallel history for your world to follow. But it's at least sensical from like the standpoint of he makes up fantasy races and then gives them their own history and their own reason to be the way that they are. So they don't have a lot of orcs. They're mentioned very briefly, but the there's these for lack of a better term dark fairies they're like winter fairies or whatever they're the kind of evil fairies and the whole book they're kind of villainous the summer fairies are like the oh we're nice and we're helpful and we don't hate humans and we're not murdering everybody and the winter fairies are like we're kind of like we don't care about humanity and we'll kill people whenever we want and we don't care
0: we kind of want you to die
1: they don't want humans to die they just don't care they're like ants and they're like not malicious they're just in no okay. way nice but you find out more about, I think they're called the Unseelie Court of the Fae, and they kind of function, I think, the way orcs were supposed to, where they, like, kind of have, like, this dark back history, but then throughout the story you find out they're, like, responsible for keeping the world safe from horrible dark forces, and I'm like, that kind of would have been a more interesting way to take orcs. If instead of orcs just being like, oh, they sold out to the Dark Lord and now we hate them. It's like, wouldn't it have been cooler if orcs were the ones that fought the Dark Lord most closely and then were like corrupted by it? So that way that there's like, they're like a three dimensional character instead of just being like, they're the super Satan ones. They would have been like, these are the people that have looked into the face of evil, fought it and are now corrupted by it. It changes the way that they're portrayed.
0: I actually really like that.
1: Right? It's like better writing when you imagine a fantasy race, make it evil, and then give it a reason to be evil, which is not what Bright did at all. So by the end, nearing the end of the Dresden Files, a lot of the races that you think of as being villainous, you can kind of start to understand. And they have their own history that is unique to them, that defines them as There are issues of race in the fantasy world in Dresden Files. But it's not just superimposed are issues of race on them it is their own issues that make sense narratively that then you can use to talk about similar things in the real world which is the right way to use fantasy to talk about real yeah. world issues oh that's
0: actually really interesting i actually have a co-worker who just started listening to the Dresden files on a book on tape so
1: i mean they're they're definitely one of the more creative books i've seen for magic too like they have a really interesting way of like talking about magic and presenting it presenting a way of organizing it besides we just lock wands in boxes and then ignore them, you know what i mean?
0: Cuz i want to talk about magic and stuff. So how is the magic presented in the Dresden files?
1: So in the Dresden files, a lot of people have raw mm-hmm. magic ability and then they have to be like taught to channel okay. it responsibly. Um and there's very strict laws around it. If you screw up and use magic in a way that's illegal, a wizard cop comes and kills you immediately with, like, no trial. <laughs> like, it's bad.
0: So it's kind of like the X-Men and their mutant abilities. Everybody has, like... Well, some people have this mutant ability, and then the world looks at you wrong if you use your mutant ability to kill people, so...
1: Yeah, like, killing someone's, like... If you if you kill someone, that's, like, a big deal. And so, like, the main character, Dresden... Do you care about spoilers? No, go ahead. Okay, so the main character, Dresden, is kind of infamous because he has killed somebody... And the notion is that that kind of corrupts you once you use magic to kill somebody. But he, like, found a loophole, which is basically that, like, he self-defenseed a guy to death is the way that they phrased it. Where technically it was in his own defense, so it's okay. But it's he kind of put himself in the position to self-defense this guy to death. (laughs) So he's kind of like this shaky character. But what's interesting, right, if you're a wizard, it's like, okay, you're on the list. You have to follow these rules. You're well-trained, all this stuff. Dresden does this thing where he builds a network of hedge witches, which are basically like people that are magical, but not really magical enough to be to get a seat at the table, but magical enough that they might get killed by a werewolf. So it's cool because he takes the time to make a world where like he has to like make a network of these people that can all talk to each other. And like then that becomes relevant in later books because he's like set up cool stuff. The other kind of cool thing with, like, the way magic is presented is it's a lot of, like, your own perception and intention Mm -hmm. is makes the magic. So, like, at one point, he's, like, putting up a shield spell, right? And he's drawing these blue chalk circles. And someone asks, oh, so is it defensive if it's blue? And he's like, well, to me, blue is defensive. So I make my spells with blue chalk. And that makes them magic. So, like, at one point, he makes, like, an invisibility potion. And he mixes together Windex and all this other stuff that, like, makes things invisible to him. Okay. So it's all about, like... It's like a manifestation of intention is, like, your
0: magic. Yeah, it's magic with intention.
1: Yeah, same thing as, like, magic words and even, like, the runes that you carve into stuff. Like, your magic word is something that makes sense to you to say to give form to your intent. In other words, it's not Will Smith picks up a wand... And then in a long freeze frame where no one does anything, a girl goes, say flippa ba ba And he goes, flippa ba ba
0: So that is the one thing with the magic in the world building of Bright that I just truly hate it. So they start out with, to qu- actually quote it, only a Bright can control the power of the wand magic is presented no one else can use magic unless you have this magic wand only magic can be presented with the magic wand so at the very end like you said will smith gets it here's the magic word once pronounces it correctly the first time ever hearing this word that's in a different language and uses the magic and kills the bad guy that doesn't make sense the magic words in other media are seen to have power, you're supposed to study and learn them and know how to use them. But he doesn't have to do any of that. And they show that in that, in Bright, that that is a thing that the main character, the, um, elf, Tika, she's a Bright in training. She's training to learn how to use magical power. So how is it that this guy who's never he doesn't speak elvish he says he doesn't speak elvish he pronounces the word correctly and can use like a powerful like spell that kills someone instantly on his first try
1: yeah it's it's just dumb like and and again it's i get that in their world magic is not really used a lot but again like going back to the dresden files one of my favorite parts about it is how creative they are with the effects too Dresden does a lot of punch magic where he's just like, I have my boomstick and yeah. I shoot things with it. But more often than not, Dresden the wizard shoots people with a gun because he's not that good at evocation magic and it's harder to use yeah. than a gun. So he just carries a revolver and shoots at people. But what he does use magic for is he can, like, Get someone's hair and some of their possession and think about them and rub a magnet and then make a compass that points at them. These kinds of like interesting uses of magic where he can disguise himself in a way that people just don't notice him. He's not invisible, but he just doesn't look like anything. Or he can make like these cool shield things on his arm. And it's like he does like neat effects that aren't just I punch something with a spell And all this movie had was just, like, I can punch things with a spell at the end. And I'm like, dumb. And that that
0: sucks. But the thing that really sucked was the fact that he never used magic before but uses it perfectly. In other media, magic is always shown as something you have to train, something you have to, like, put focus in using. Like, let's go with Harry Potter, for say, Like, you need to, to me personally, I thought they needed to have a wand and they needed to have intent. And also, they needed to know how to say the magic word. So you have that scene in the first book where it's like, it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Like, so you have to say the word correctly. But then also, in the third book, Prisoner of Azkaban, you needed, for the Patronus spell, you needed to have like the intent. You had to think of a moment that made you happy. You had to have that intent, that thing in the back of your mind. You couldn't just be like, expect a Patronus, and just summon something out of nowhere. You had to have something else in in bright all you needed was the magic wand to perform any type of magic you could resurrect someone from the dead
1: yeah and then you just say the word also why did she get all poisoned
0: after that because i guess see so i kind of like the fact that yeah you can do any spell you want but it does have the limp one limiter is the human body so she got hurt because she used it is that what that was? Yeah, that's what they tried to do, but they didn't really have it in a good way. But Yeah, they didn't explain that no, they at didn't. all. I, that's I didn't actually that. honestly something I pulled from it because I've been pulling some of my own meaning from this. She got hurt because the body is a limiter. This thing is so powerful, sometimes the body is not powerful enough to use it. So I got that. Like Will Smith kind of gets burnt up a little bit after using his spell. So the body is the limiter, but he's still able. As long as you have this super powerful magic item, you can do any magic in this universe. And that's what I truly did not like about the magic. Like I said with Harry Potter, but then also in the comic book saga, to perform the magic, you need to give something in return. One of the spells that they introduced in the first book of saga is it's a unbinding spell. So one of the character gets wrapped up by a bunch of vines. And so he does like tells his wife to use the unbinding spell, which is you have to tell a secret that no one else as ever heard before
1: and oh that's interesting yeah
0: and as a joke she's like yeah i like the taste of my own breast milk that was like (laughs) that was her secret and she gets unbinded and it's it's a very funny moment but and then there's another spell where it's a healing spell but you need to have snow and like the character's about to die in the right crap there is no snow in this area so you can't just heal someone with magic but you need to give something in return and then another spell In this one i think is the most interesting and like they always have this in fantasy worlds is one of the spells it's this red lightning spell but every time you use say the magic words and use it a little bit of your lifespan is chipped away using the magic you have to give something in exchange and that's what i truly hate about the magic and bright is that you didn't have to give really anything in exchange. you just needed to have the wand to make it work
1: see and i'm okay from like creating a narrative i understand why maybe you don't Do that where you have to, like, where there's like this huge cost to magic if you want to be able to use it a lot. If you want that to be like a big part of the book, is using the magic all the time or whatever. But, like, kind of going back to my like counter example to Bright of Dresden Files being like decent urban fantasy, um, like in that, the issue is almost in the opposite side that if you're a person that's powerfully magical and you don't know that you are or just are not aware of there being other wizards, you can very quickly like find yourself with a death sentence because you've been doing magic and you didn't realize there were laws around it. Okay. So it it makes it like because it is so easy to do magic and because there are people that are just naturally powerful, it means that you have to be really careful not to accidentally like blow up the world or summon a devil or like you can really like you can get yourself into trouble by being inexperienced and trying something that you're not ready to handle
0: see that's what i like about some of the magic and fantasy and some of the media that I've watched because you always have to kind of train and learn and study the magic to be able to do something awesome. And then I like it in some medias where you can create your own magic. If you know enough about magic, you can create your own magic. In Harry Potter, Snape made a bunch. of He was the Half-Blood Prince and he made a bunch of his own magic spells. And then one of my favorite things in media, and I know you love this one too, Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I was saying with Saga and stuff, you need to have something to give in return to use this magic, but you also need to study and know how to draw the transmutation circle. Some people can't... Some There are people in the world that can't use the alchemy or magic at all, but there are some people who aren't good at it because they cannot draw a basic transmutation circle. And so... I thought, like, what the coolest part of it is the part that you can study, and, like, every of the, one of the state alchemists has their own special type of alchemy because they study and they create their own. There's a guy who does fire alchemy through um, a transmutation circle on his glove, and he snaps across causes a spark, and he can use fire. There's another one who does stuff with stones, and the other one manipulates metal. So, like, everybody has their own special type of magic, and it's something that's studied, and you can use what you learned to become, like, Basically a state policeman.
1: Well, and that kind of like, looking at Bright as what they could have done if they didn't want to have Will Smith have to go to wizard school Mm -hmm. for like 10 years, because I get that he didn't realize he was a Bright. I think it would have been far more interesting. Have you ever seen, have you seen Ghost Rider, like the movie Ghost Rider? Yes. Oh God, yes. Have you seen, have you seen Ghost Rider 2? Yes. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Have you seen the part where you find out that Ghost Rider can just ghost ride anything? Like... If it's a vehicle, he can just stick his hands on it and turn it into a Ghost Rider mobile, right? So that as an example, what would have been cool is if Will Smith picked up this wand and it didn't turn into a freaking stupid magic wand that he doesn't know how to use, but turned into the tool that he would know how to
0: wield. Turned into like a magic gun or something.
1: Turn into like a gun, so that way when he picks it up, he's instantly able to use it because it is the tool that he would be familiar with, and it's a magic item, so why does it need to be a stick?
0: or, Or they could have done the thing where he picks it up, it has this huge energy burst, and he accidentally kills the lady. Or he picks it up earlier in the movie and it's like, oh crap, I'm a bright. Oh no, if they find us, they're gonna know I'm a bright. They're gonna kill me too. Maybe and like he tries it a couple of times and then at the end he is able to say the word. They could have done different things that also the wow factor. I can use a wand. Or even
1: better, here's a great one. This is also stolen from another piece of literature that I like. It's from this uh, book called The Arithmetist. It's a similar thing where some yes. people can use. Have Have you read? I that? I have it. Yeah. Okay, so check this out. You know how there's a. You, this would have been the right way to have Jacoby be a bright? What if Jacoby was obsessed with the brights and thought that they were really cool and thought that they were like the heroes of the world? So he studied all about magic, knew all the words, pretended to do spells in his free time, and people like considered him to be a. Kind of like the magicians. He was, like doing. Right. And so, wait. No, we don't have to talk about do the magicians. You, like... you can move on. Oh, gosh, Jordan, we have to have a fight now. So in that moment where it's like, crap, we're going to die, and he in his head thinks there is no way I'm a bright, but then he makes a dive for it and grabs it and realizes that he is, he has been training his whole life for this moment because he, he like, for him, they are the fantasy heroes that he wants to be. Kind of like the
0: magicians and the rhythmists. Well, kind of like The Magicians. Let's just
1: say like The Arithmetists so we don't have to have a really big long fight about how The Magicians is one of the worst books I've ever read in my life.
0: (laughs) I've never read the book, but I did read the show and I was specifically distinctly talking about the first episode where Quentin is this weird guy who like really studies magic and him and the other girl always try to perform magic. Then suddenly he finds out magic is real and can perform magic because he's been practicing his whole life. So pretty much what you literally just said. The Magicians is a terrible show and no one should watch it. Uh, I, we still haven't finished the first season. so
1: It's world building might as well be. What if Narnia had a dick? Yeah. Really clever.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I'm also,
1: impressed with you. You could put dicks on things. Also, Do you seriously like The Magicians?
0: No. I mean, well, we stopped watching because it, it got too oddly dark. And honestly, like, I liked parts <laughs> of it. I liked how it started, but it just turned into sex and murder.
1: What if we had an elf or a, a fox orgy? Because we're edgy. All our characters drink and do drugs because we're edgy.
0: Yeah, it just it turned into sex murder party instead of magic fun. I wanted magic fun and I got sex murder party.
1: All our characters are freaking so cool. Mm, you ready to see this cool
0: character It's just, it got gritty teeth okay we don't have to talk about the magicians man we don't we don't have to talk do you,
1: about you know what's the best part about the magicians Quentin is supposed to be 14
0: I know we've talked about that before man anyways we don't have to talk about the magicians it, so you have read the Rhythmatist though I'm gonna read it again soon, it's really so. good
1: I really like it have you read all of Sanderson or just that just that dude you gotta get we're gonna talk about
0: Mistborn and you need to get on the Mistborn train I will read this one, and we'll get to that. Um, well, we'll talk about it, and I'll probably read it afterwards. So is there anything more do you want to say about magic in media?
1: Man, I don't know. I'm just—I was so let down. Well, we're
0: talking about magic in the medias that we like. What is your favorite media with magic in it?
1: Dude, I, I really got a—and there's a reason why I picked it. For me, the time that I've gotten like the most excited about magic was in the Dresden Files. Okay just the little bits where it's used creatively it's not it's not science which i really like it's more of like a manifestation of art which i think is a cool way because like so many times when i see art when i see magic in things it's always science right you have a formula you have to learn the words you have to learn these motions and then magic happens
0: yeah i get that
1: the way it's presented in dresden files is almost being more similar to art where like you give in you, it's it's all about how well you can present intention. Magic is just like the spark that you put on this thing that you've made that to you expresses your intent. I'm like that's really cool. Actually, I way prefer that kind of magic. I would yeah, I would say Dresden Files. I'm not I'm not gonna like go along and list a bunch of others. I think either Dresden Files or Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings yes. for subtlety. Dresden Files for cool.
0: Yeah. So, well, here. Yeah, well, since you just don't you don't have to like go into great detail but what are a couple other ones that you like because i'm going to do a couple too
1: okay so i like the way magic is science right where there is an equation and a formula stuff like anything sanderson wrote is basically all the same so like the arithmetist mistborn um the latest one is oh frick the stormlight chronicle or the stormlight archives all those have very similar magic but those are all very formulaic which i'm fine with it's just not my favorite kind
0: i'm really just asking so you can give me stuff to read but we'll continue.
1: Yeah, well, and then the last one is like kind of magic as religion for Star Wars, yes. at least like episode 4 and 5 and so. um 7 and 8 where the force is it's the representation of your willingness to put faith in doing yeah. good and doing the right thing and your ability to almost like avoid fights rather than having them it's
0: that ability to but then also it can be twisted into something much darker than that where you have the dark right i like that side of it where magic can be good or magic can be evil
1: right and then the other side of it to me is putting faith in the necessity of you to bend the world to your will rather than your faith that the world is a good place it's you having to twist it to work the way you want and i i like that kind of pull between like and, and it, to me it was like perfect in the force awakens when they're like sword fighting you know or whatever and there's like that moment where Rey is losing and then it's when yeah. they say use the force and then you see her like silence herself and just try to like be calm and see looking at ray is no longer being this like big intimidating bully and when you see that power completely shift in the fight away from kylo ren who has to run on fear and him twisting the world to Rey who then was able to like win the fight with faith and solemnity or harmony like that kind of peace in
0: in that moment i really i loved yeah. that that too and i really love the juxtaposition juxtaposition between the two characters but we can get into that on our space odyssey yeah. episode in the far distant future <laughs> In the, in the future yeah like we will definitely get into some star wars because like with magic i mean i didn't i really see star wars more of being a space fantasy than being more of like a fantasy magic thing yeah, it's it's science fantasy. I mean, also one I'm going to mention the first one I'm going to mention. I already talked about it earlier. Saga is sci-fi fantasy, and so you have the one planet. I think it's Wraith, where the the inhabitants on that planet they use magic, and it's the and it's kind of the religion. They're more religious, but then the juxtaposition of science of um, landfall. And those people like you know, they use guns, they have spaceships and stuff like that, but on Wraith you get swords, you get magic, you get these like they speak blue, which is their magical language, and in the, it's a comic book, so you see the words spoken in blue lettering. I really like Saga. I think the magic presented in Saga is really awesome. Another one I like is Full Metal Alchemist, and I know I can gush on this for years because Full Metal is <laughs> yes, full metal. Is one of my like one of my favorite medias ever. The magic in that is presented, like I said earlier, is like transcribing and making transmutation circles. Unlike Bright, there was no limiter with the wand, but there is a limiter in Full Model Alchemist being the law of equivalent exchange. So you need something of equivalency in order to create something. So you can't just pull magic out of thin air. And that kind of Delivers the main problem in that because two characters try to resurrect their mom. The whole thing is you cannot resurrect a person because what is the equivalent of a human soul? <clears throat> it just presents magic into- and a. Hang on.
1: We got to talk about something right. real quick. This is a worthy right. aside. Have you watched the movie on no, Netflix or Call Muddle? I'm scared Alchemist. it's going to be bad. Okay, I haven't finished it, but man, I'm going to tell you this. I watched the first five minutes, or like maybe first 15 minutes. I'm actually pretty sold on it. I actually think it's pretty good Wait, so far. You don't far. even know how much that means like, because I like
0: I've been, I was so excited for it to come out, but I haven't watched it yet because the CGI and the wigs look so bad.
1: They they don't look great. But here's the thing that I like is um like in the first little bit where Ed and Al are like going on an adventure together ed absolutely gets the crap kicked out of him and just keeps getting up like he just like keeps getting hit by rocks and he's like all right i gotta keep going and it's like shuffling after But the that's skies. really
0: like exactly <laughs> like the anime which i love
1: it really is and like the whole time he's doing it with kind of a weird sense of humor where he's like kind of jokey about it and kind of like sarcastic and snide and i'm like yes yes Thank you for not getting rid of his like good character qualities, and then at one point like he's about to get attacked by this thing, and Alphonse just wrecks it, and then this awesome fight scene with Alphonse doing stuff, and then he gets his head knocked off, and it's like, ah, 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 and oh it's, my like, god! Okay, his head, i need and to watch like, it. I'm sold. Yes.
0: I'm sold. <laughs> but okay, so then. Quickly, they other things, because I know not everybody who will listen to this has watched or even knows Full Fullmetal Alchemist is. So the two main characters, they try to resurrect their mom, and they can't because what is the equivalency of a human soul? And so one guy, he loses his arm and leg, and the other one, he basically he loses his whole entire body. So the brother has to transmutate his brother's his other brother's soul into a suit of armor and that's how the venture starts and it's just it's very magical it's very fun and it gets just the whole juxtaposition between magic and religion against science and the one character is like straight up an atheist and it's like oh no science there is no god none of this exists and then by the end of it like he i'm not nope never mind not even gonna spoil but it's great
1: yeah, dude, you can't spoil the end of Full Metal if Alchemist, you, Brotherhood. Like, that's, you, that's... It's
0: one of the ones I always recommend if people are like on the fence about anime because it's such a good story. And it has drawn so many people in.
1: I can't believe you don't always suggest Cowboy Bebop. Oh, Cowboy Bebop, Bebop
0: is on that, but we're talking about fantasy and magic, not sci-fi. Look we'll at the poster behind me. Of course I love Cowboy Bebop. But um, <laughs> magic, I also like Harry Potter. I'm reading through them again because, you know, Harry Potter's great. I really like Harry Potter.
1: That was another one that was fairly creative with their magic for it being a world of magic. It felt pretty believable and they had fun with it. And I well, appreciate also
0: because so bright oh. does the whole thing with race and stuff and it's very racist. But I like the way that Harry Potter kind of like they do um, magic users and not the muggles. They do the wizards and the muggles. And I kind of like that whole thing because it's muggles are shown as regular like humans and like going about their day. Like what is it 1980s? But, and then um, the wizards are shown as these, like, still these stereotypical, like, old fantasy book wizards. They wear the robes, they have the brooms, they, like, have, like, all these weird things, like, newt's eyes and stuff on them. Like, it's, so I love that. And I like how, just, I like how those two, quote unquote, races interact.
1: Well, and I even like explicitly the races of, like, fantasy beings that there are and, like, that they handle that. Wizards are kind of racist and insular, and yes. it's a problem that, like, they're kind of like weird inbred hillbillies at some point. Because there's wizards that are all upset with, like, bloodline yes. purity, and then you end I mean, up with, the like, main, nutcases, One of like, the main the villains off.
0: is all like, well, actually, the main villain is all like, no, magic is pure. We need to kill these muggles.
1: Right. Well, and he's also like, we also need to kill these centaurs and house elves and anything that isn't wizards because wizards is the best. And I'm like, I can't. Dude, you're a snake man. Shut up. <laughs> I like that. In that world, though, there are other races that are human intelligence that have their own society that makes sense. Like centaurs and goblins, like goblins were at war with wizards and they weren't just evil. They were self-interested. Goblins were interested in their own well-being and because of that had wars with wizards where you can understand why now there's this weird stalemate between them, but there's still tension, but they work together. And it's like goblins in Harry Potter... Actually an interesting fantasy race that is understandable, intelligent, but just not And then we
0: get straight up the slaves, house elves.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That are like totally cool with it. And then it's like, well, what do you feel about... You know what I mean? Like how that is an interesting way to look at a issue of... If you have a group of people that... Are okay with their lot in life, but their lot in life is still awful. Does that make it okay? And it's like, well, that's an interesting question. That isn't just look at orcs. What if orcs was just black people in America? What and that's
0: truly the sheer difference between like good writing and bad writing. But it's also like I was talking with all the world building in Bright and kind of the plot holes and spaces in there. Bright tries so hard to take all this stuff and shove it into one movie where opposed to like harry potter and other like full metal options other things we have a long stream you get the world building along you don't just shove it if you have something with so many ideas you want to put in maybe get rid of some of those ideas that's what i'm kind of learning about myself in creating worlds every week with you that i cannot do all the things I want to do with some of these worlds, because I only have 30 minutes to talk about it, and I have huge expanses of worlds. You can't do all that in one world. Sometimes you got to cut it.
1: Okay, so check this out. You just you brought up something that I really agree with, which I, I have it in my notes as details is <laughs> bad in yes. world building. And what I wrote down was Game of Thrones oh and my Mistborn. Gosh, Game of Thrones. So Game of Thrones is a world that has extensive world building. But the problem is it interrupts the flow of its own narrative and it interrupts good writing and it interrupts having a story that makes any freaking sense so it can cram stupid world building down your throat. And that drives me crazy. Whereas Mistborn is a world where a story is told in a well thought out world that then explains itself by you living in the world.
0: Okay. Well, quickly, then, since you're kind of not listening, I'm just going to talk and have my little point. So we don't have too much space is so Game of Thrones. The one thing is where it fails is that they have like 20 different storylines going at once, and we never have time to truly focus on any of those storylines. And that's really what kind of disturbs everything in it. One of your things is details is bad. Yeah, they can be sometimes. And it's just. Well, I learned from my first world, remember, I did three different societies, and then I got so convoluted, so lost in that, and I think that's what a lot of fantasy worlds, and especially, like we can talk about later, but especially in sci-fi that happens, where they put so much technology, so many things like that, and they just get lost. But anyways, Game of Thrones.
1: There's an irony here to us doing a a podcast about world building, where I say that world building's garbage and you shouldn't do it, (laughs) but... I think that world building is a tool to make a vehicle to tell an interesting story. I don't think it's good in itself. You can build a super fascinating world, but when you're telling a story, I don't want to read a textbook about it. All right. I want a compelling story. I want a story that uses its setting to showcase interesting ideas or interesting characters or dynamics that I can relate to or that I can find relevant. I don't care if it's interesting that 3,000 years ago, the freaking whatever had a horse fight with whatever. I don't care. I don't care about any of that. All right. Game of Thrones, I'm talking to you.
0: Like you're kind of saying, is we don't need a book of exposition. We want a cool story, and you can weave in the exposition as you go, like build upon your world, but you don't have yeah. to be like, and then this happened in the world, and this world, and this. No, you can have a cool story without having an expositional world.
1: And here's where you get into like really good writing is when they do the world building without telling you that they're clearly doing the world building. And you're like, oh, I just got it because you wrote the story in a clever way that introduces me to concepts of this world without you having to just tell me the world has two so it's always daytime. Instead, give me an example of that. Like what story does that? Oh, uh, Mistborn. Mistborn does a very good job of that. Or actually, and this, well... It's a world that feels fully developed and interesting, but it's one where it doesn't need to weigh you down in its own world building. It lets you live in the world and you learn stuff about it as you go through the story and the characters okay. interact with their world. Which is probably the better way to do world building, which is show yes. it, don't tell it. Show don't tell the really, rule.
0: We need more stories and especially movies, especially nowadays where everything's a shove of exposition. We need more show less tell though with Bright there was way too much show and not enough tell
1: But there was no show or tell it just didn't have a world
0: like Bright just didn't have world
1: building and pretended hey, well, to that
0: is our nerd anger at Bright and then a little bit insight to some of the worlds that we like with the fantasy side of things so this is going to be part one of the episode is fantasy and we're going to move on to part Two of the episode pretty soon. So we'll see you next time for part two of Sci Fi and Fantasy Worlds. Bye! Bye.